Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Recruiting never stops, especially for Georgia football. Welcome to the podcast that covers Georgia football recruiting from all angles and spotlights the legends of tomorrow. It's the Recruiting Bulldog Update, the RBU podcast. Hand off to Chubb. Chubb at right tackle, breaks one stat, breaks another one. Now he's in the open, 40, 30, near sideline. Chubb, 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 touchdown! We go wild dog with Sony. Nauta goes in motion left, snap it to Michelle, he's running to the left, angling, 25-20, got a block for Brock, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, 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 Dogs win it, we're headed to Atlanta. Shotgun, give it to Fromm, he's going to hand it off to Swift, Swift's got running room, Swift by the defense, 40, 30, they won't catch him, go Swift, into the end zone, touchdown, the freshman just ran it back to Philadelphia. We hand it off to Herschel, there's a hole, 5. 10, 12, he's running over people. Oh, you Herschel Walker. Gurley, five yards deep, and Todd will bring this one out. And there he goes. One block, and it might be over. Todd Gurley, coast to coast. Can he make it? Yes, he can. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Recruiting Bulldog Update. I'm your host, Blaine Gilmer. And I just want to thank everybody for tuning in here to the podcast that will cover Georgia football recruiting from each and every all possible angles out there. We're going to summarize and analyze things that happen in the never-ceasing world of Georgia football recruiting. And while doing so, I hope to provide as realistic and accurate of a perspective as there can be out there without actually being privy to things like coaching staff meetings, recruiting staff meetings, because there's a lot of misconceptions I feel like out there about Georgia football uh, decision-making, Georgia football roster management, talent evaluation, all those kind of things. And uh, I've learned a lot myself over the last few years covering Georgia football recruits, high school coaches of the Georgia football recruits, family members of Georgia football recruits, and, of course, uh, coming in contact with people and actually involved in the program. So each and every week there will be an overarching topic of discussion But we'll also touch on things like recent offers from UGA, interesting developments such as transfers, coaching staff changes, and also a commitment watch and official RBU podcast predictions. Now, as everyone probably noticed from the title of episode one here, we are covering with our main topic today something that has been much talked about in a created plenty of buzz in the Georgia football recruiting landscape since it 
occurred in January, and that would be the commitment of Gunnar Stockton, five-star quarterback out of Tiger, Georgia, Raven County High School, who in his commitment makes it two five-star quarterbacks back-to-back classes, 2021 Brock Vandergriff from Prince Avenue, 2022 Gunnar Stockton. That should sound very familiar to Georgia fans, and in fact, it very much so did, uh, brought Many, many parallels, many comparisons to the Jake from Justin Fields saga that occurred in the 2017 and 2018 signing classes with Fromm and Fields both being five-star signees. I've never seen a fan base be so upset. I've never seen a fan base I've never seen a fan base be so upset from a signing of a five-star quarterback as the Georgia football fan base was when Gunnar Stockton's news broke. A lot of that has to do with the history and the way that the Fromm Field situation went down, and we're going to get into that in just a minute. And I'm going to tell you why this situation is much different in the 2021-2022 signees of Vandegrift and the commitment of Stockton and then the signings of Jake Fromm in 2017 and Jake Fields in 2018. But before we get into that, I would like to take a minute to thank our sponsor of today's show, Bulldog Illustrated. I write for Bulldog Illustrated each and every day over at bulldogillustrated.com. That's B-U-L-L-D-A-W-G illustrated.com. And if you want to Follow my, my writings, my analysis on a daily basis over there. You can go to BulldogIllustrated.com, click on the Daily Dog Thread link up the top middle of the homepage, and you'll go into a great community board discussion page where lots of loyal uh, Georgia fans, uh, lots of passionate Georgia fans share their opinions on a daily basis. Uh, we, a lot of great conversation goes on over there. So head over to Bulldog Illustrated. Dot com to be a part of that. Also, Greg Poole does a great job of uh, covering all Georgia sports over there, along with several talented interns, uh, Vance Levy and and the whole staff. Vance Levy's the editor, chief editor, and of course the founder of Bulldog Illustrated. So, thank you to those guys for giving me a platform on a daily basis to cover Georgia football. And, of course, the recruiting aspect of it. And now this is kind of an extension of that here with the RBU podcast. So, let's start off with reason number one as to why the signing of Brock Vandegrift and then the subsequent commitment of Gunnar Stockton in the 2021 and 2022 classes, respectively, is very much so different from that of Jake Fromm and Justin Fields in 2017 and 2018. One Life is about relationships. Growing up in the Northeast Georgia area, for the most part, Gunnar Stockton and Brock Vandergriff were aware of one another. They played against one another. Their families are familiar with one another. In high school, they played on a national televised game, uh, ESPN game, against one another. It also... These two, these two are friendly. They've they've had competitions uh, in the past. They've gotten to know one another. Um, 
two guys that are the fiercest of competitors, but their paths have crossed in many, many different ways. Not something necessarily that happened with Jake Fromm and Justin Fields. I'm not saying they ever had an adversarial relationship in any way. There was just not the familiarity that was there that there is with Brock Vandergriff and Gunnar Stockton going into their Georgia careers. Also, they know about each other before either one has taken a competitive snap for the University of Georgia. That was not the case in Jake Fromm, Justin Fields. Say what you want, a lot of people have uh, Jake Fromm as a lightning rod when it comes to Georgia football. A lot of people really, really loved Jake Fromm and, and what he did. A lot of people were really upset by Jake Fromm and what ended up happening towards the end of his career and then subsequently what happened with Justin Fields at Ohio State. A lot of people blame Kirby Smart. A lot of people uh, have have other different even – crazy conspiracy theories that they subscribe to when it comes to that situation. The matter, the fact of the matter is that Jake Fromm had already started five, started and led Georgia to five victories as a true freshman and won, you know, in impressive fashion for, especially for a freshman in his first ever start at Notre Dame by the time Justin Fields had committed to the University of Georgia. Even with all that going on, even with taking a team that didn't necessarily have the highest expectations going into the year, even though they did have uh, Nick Chubb and Sonny Michelle coming back, but with Jacob Eason having gone down with an injury and then from being thrown into things, nobody really knew what to expect. They had a lot of, a lot of talent on that defensive team, but with Jake Fromm having kind of steered them, helped steer them into the direction, of course, behind the leadership of Nick Chubb, Sonny Michelle, you know, Terry Godwin, all of these talented players around him. He did help guide them to a 5-0 and record. Then Justin Fields commits to Georgia, and it's almost like none of that mattered for a lot of people. They immediately thought that Justin Fields was going to be the guy next year, the, the next year after that, no matter what. Then that doesn't happen. And all the all the drama takes place after that. This is very, very different with Brock Vandegrift and Gunnar Stockton. JT Daniels is entrenched as the guy for the University of Georgia. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Now, could there be an injury on game one like there was a situation with Jake Fromm and Jacob Eason? And then it creates a little bit of chaos? Absolutely. Anything can happen. Lord willing, it doesn't happen. Lord willing, that JT Daniels is able to have a tremendous year that he came back uh, in order to do and to accomplish a lot of things, you know, Heisman contention, national championship contention, all of those type of things. However, nothing's guaranteed. But the argument could be made that Brock Vandergriff, while I do expect Brock Vandergriff to play in every single game for the University of Georgia in the 2021 season. In some form or fashion, I expect Brock Vandergriff to play. He will not be redshirted, in my opinion. However, I don't even know if he on at any point in the year if he will actually be the number two quarterback for the University of Georgia in 2021. I think that'll be Stetson Bennett. The reason I think that is 
because it takes a lot to be prepared to take over uh, a an entire offense, have total command over it, uh, things you have to do at the line of scrimmage. There's a lot of rapid maturity that has to take place if you're going to do that as a true freshman. Say what you want about physical limitations. Stetson Bennett has it between the ears. He knows how to control the offense, and I think if a injury happened during a game and Georgia needed somebody to go out and win a game and control the offense, Stetson Bennett would be the guy to be called upon to do that. Now, would that situation change later in the year and brought Vandergriff take over? Maybe so. Of course, there's Carson Beck out there as well. Uh, Carson Beck, from all accounts, maybe didn't have the the freshman season that he was expecting to have. Uh, Emotionally, um, execution-wise, mentally, maybe wasn't, wasn't, you know, there's an adjustment period when you're a freshman. However, I do expect Brock Vandergriff to play enough where he will not be redshirted, and then that will create that separation year uh, there, you know, burn a year of Brock Vandergriff with him not even being the starter but yet having played. Then that should put him in position to be the guy in the 2022 season, and I expect Gunnar Stockton to come in and do very similar fashion the same things. So this is very, very different. And then the final piece that makes it very much so different is that Kirby Smart has that previous situation under his belt. In no way am I saying that Kirby Smart made the wrong decision in how he handled the Jake Fromm-Justin Fields scenario. In no way. I used to be a football coach. I used to coach quarterbacks. I used to call plays uh, for for teams at various levels. There is no way if I had a quarterback that had the success, whether it was because of him or his teammates around him, that Jake Fromm had under Kirby Smart in that magical year for them where Georgia really got back onto the cusp of a national championship for the first time in a long, long time that I would be comfortable in saying, you know, thank you for that, but we're going to go with this other guy. No, There's no way I'd been comfortable with doing that. However, could Kirby Smart have handled things a little bit differently? Of course he could have. Uh, does Kirby Smart probably regret some of the ways that he did some of that, uh, him and, and Jim Chaney and others back then? Yeah, sure, sure, that probably is the, is the case. Is Kirby Smart ever going to let on and, and and you know lament those things publicly and or is he ever going to stop going after huge five star recruits like Brock Vandergriff, like Gunnar Stockton? Absolutely not. Kirby Smart believes in competition as he should. It brings out the best in everyone. And I think that the growth of Kirby Smart and getting these quarterbacks on the field in some form or fashion is going to help the situation out tremendously and that is our topic of the day uh of this week episode one that is why we i feel here on the rbu podcast that vandergriff stockton will be much much different than from fields and now everybody it's time once again to remind you if you've liked what you've heard so far please make sure to like, subscribe, leave a great review for the RBU podcast here. It would be greatly appreciated. Of course, if you're on uh, listening via YouTube, then please uh, hit that like button, the notification button. All those things help out tremendously. 
And of course, also want to mention that today's episode, the inaugural episode of the RBU podcast is brought to you by Bulldog Illustrated. You can catch out everything Georgia sports related, the culture of Athens, everything. It's got a, uh, it's been a publication, magazine publication for over 20 years. Also an online presence that is headed up uh, in a great way by Greg Poole over there. You can catch out my writings on a daily basis with the Dog Daily thread over there at bulldogillustrated.com that's b-u-l-l-d-a-w-g illustrated.com and you can hit the daily dog thread up in the top of the middle of the home page and now it's time for us to cover segment a segment that I like a lot which is going to be recent Georgia offers you can tell a lot by these offers and when they come especially if it's class of 2022 guys if it's the class coming up and it's well past the the start of that year then you know that upcoming calendar year then you know that Georgia's got real interest there and there's legs to it it's not just a, a throwaway offer early on in a recruiting cycle and then something happens later on these are guys that are actually jumping out so there's three 2022 guys that I want to touch on that have been offered since March 1st and then, of course, I want to uh, hit one 2023 guy. The 2022s, let's go through those first. Xavier Nwankpa. Now, I did not – I probably butchered the the uh, poor guy's last name right there. Uh, Xavier X Nwankpa. Uh, he is a safety out of uh, Iowa, the number one safety in the Midwest over there. Uh, has a lot of high-profile offers Georgia offers, and of course, this is very, very interesting with um, you know the the depth issues that Georgia has in the secondary currently right now. There's a lot of they lost a lot of talent on the back end from the 2020 season. Um, you know, there'll be some more guys leaving after this 2021 season ends. So uh, definitely a interesting offer there, Xavier Nwankpa. That's N W A N. KPA on the last name there, and uh, like I said, he is ranked number one safety uh, in the Midwest over there in the class of 2022. Also, Georgia offers 2022 wide receiver from the perennial powerhouse here in Georgia high school football, Buford, uh, and a the receiver's name is Isaiah Bond. Uh, Isaiah Bond ran a 10.73 in the 100-meter dash earlier this spring. Just for a little comparison, Eric Stokes ran a 10-8 in his high school 100-meter dash, and Eric Stokes just ran a 4-2-4 in the combine for the NFL draft. So you can see Isaiah Bond can really run. Uh, that is nowhere near going to be his fastest time of track season as well. Um, Bond is likely to get down to the low Ten fours, the high ten threes in the hundred meter dash before this track season is over with. And of course, uh, if he if he ran a forty right now, he'd probably be in the high four threes. Isaiah Bond can really run a receiver on the outside that was offered by Cortez Hankton. They really like his ability to to separate. Uh, you know, has good hands and plays in a of course a uh, terrific program there at Buford. He and his teammate who was offered just a little bit uh before in fact i think late late february 
um, Jake Pope, who is a safety. Bond and Pope both play uh, both sides of the ball for Buford and are tremendous playmakers. But uh, he and Bond and Pope will both be going for um, trying to lead Buford to a third straight state championship. Quite a feat. So Georgia is targeting a winner there in Isaiah Bond. And, of course, the other 2022 um, class of 2022 offer that I want to talk about is Aaron Bryant. He is a defensive tackle uh, who's up at up to six foot four, three 306 pounds out of South Haven, Mississippi. Um, this Aaron Bryant is someone who flew under the radar most of the three years of his for the first three years of his high school career because the first two years he was playing offensive line because they wanted to pair him with a big offensive lineman that is now at Indiana and really have a, a potent you know combo over there on their on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, once that young man graduated, went on to Indiana, Aaron Bryant was then moved by his coaching staff over to the defensive side of the ball, and he really broke out in his junior year. Right now only ranked a three-star, but uh, Alabama has uh, offered him a couple weeks ago, Georgia uh, not too far after that, and he just continues to get uh, a lot of attention here because that film of his junior year is really circulating. He has a great get-off use of hands, especially for a – defensive tackle that's only spent one year on the uh, on that side of the ball at the varsity level. So really uh, keep an eye on Aaron Bryant. Georgia likes him a lot um, from everything that I've, that I've heard and uh, checked into with, with sources that I have. So um, I think Aaron Bryant is going to be someone that is kind of a uh, – you're going to see climb up the ratings and the, and the evaluation charts uh, quite a bit as time goes on. And then, of course, the one 2023 offer I want to touch on is Xavion Hardy, uh, a defensive end out of Macon, Georgia, Tattnall Square Academy, uh, really burst onto the scene down at the MVP camp. That's headed up, you know, uh, that was started a long time ago by uh, – or a few years ago, Rusty Manziel, Chad Simmons, um, two excellent, you know, talent evaluators in the own right for 24-7 sport and rivals, uh, you know, respectively. Uh, they started the MVP camps and – Xavion Hardy had a really, really good showing, uh, was offered by Georgia shortly after that. Uh, not a surprise there. Um, you know, somebody that uh, really is, you know, big kid going into his junior year, six foot five, 240 pounds, um, Tatno Square, usually, usually a good football down there. So, you know, keep an eye on Xavion Hardy. And that is your recent offers for Georgia football in this week from March first to march 8th and now we are going to move on to a commitment watch so for the commitment watch this week big news that occurred on saturday march 6th when malachi starts five-star athlete out of jefferson georgia as high of a profile target that you could get as high of a priority that you could get for the university of georgia announced that he will be making his commitment on March 25th at 5.30. Malachi Starks has a top three of Alabama, Clemson, and Georgia. If there's ever been a must-get, a must-have signee in a class, it is Malachi Starks for Georgia. I just think he is too valuable of an asset in terms of his on-field versatility and playmaking ability 
and his character and leadership both on and off the field mixed with his proximity to the University of Georgia living just 30 minutes from campus over in Jefferson that they just can't miss on Malachi Starks. Uh, the family, uh, it's a very tight-knit family. Malachi's mom and dad uh, are big Georgia fans in themselves, so you would think that would help lend itself towards Georgia being the team for the University of Georgia. I know that uh, Georgia has show, made no bones about showing Malachi that he is a 100% top priority for them. Um, a good relationship there with uh, Kirby Smart. Uh, talks to Malachi Starks often. So I'm going to go ahead and say that Malachi Starks ends up committing to the University of Georgia. That is my official uh, for the first ever one here on the RBU podcast that Malachi Starks commits to the University of Georgia on March 25th. That's what I believe will happen. I think one reason is uh, not only is it a great fit, it's a family feel. A family is very important to Malachi Starks, but I think that Malachi Starks knows that he is desperately needed at the star slash safety position there at the University of Georgia. Uh, you know, this year's going to kind of be an interesting year, maybe even a stop stopgap year before a talent like a Malachi Starks comes in and is able to make major contributions right away. The next person on our commitment watch, of course, is Kristen Miller. Kristen Miller is uh, someone that you're going to um, be able to, if you keep up with the Bulldog Illustrated YouTube channel and have watched any of the inside slants that I've done, you're going to see an inside slant from Christian Miller over there on Bulldog Illustrated YouTube channel uh, coming up later on this week. And Christian Miller is a tremendous defensive tackle out of Cedar Grove, but he has a infectious personality, a smile, a lot of energy. Um, when you're talking to him, just you can't help but feel... Uh, better about everything that's going on. Kristen Miller's that type of guy and, you know, someone that that meshes very well with um, from all accounts is Travion Scott, Coach Trey Scott, who is a very upbeat guy. Kristen says that, that once again, you hear it time after time when you're talking about Georgia football, a family feel. When you ask him what sticks out about Georgia, he said that Georgia has a family feel, a true uh, just total immersive oneness of the coaching staff of the players. Nobody's uh, talking uh, bad about anybody else. That this has been told to me by recruit after recruit, and Kristen Miller's no different. He says that Georgia has a tremendous family feel to it. Ohio State, USC making a uh, late push. Uh, Florida, Georgia Tech, Indiana were in the top four with Georgia when he released it. Um, a couple weeks ago, but then since then, like I said, Ohio State and USC making a late push. Would not be surprised to see Ohio State be the biggest threat to Georgia here, but on April 4th, I also expect Kristen Miller to be a Georgia commitment. Then the other two that not maybe necessarily imminent, but I think you should keep an eye on 2023 A.J. Harris, uh, a um, originally you know, from around the Columbus, Georgia area, now over in Phoenix City, Alabama, at Glenwood Academy. Um, you know, AJ has being is one of the first offerees by Jamila Day, and then of course Del McGee. You know, infamous 
down there in that Columbus area. That's where he's from. Uh, that's uh, you know people went to Auburn in that in that area down here. So Del McGee and Jamil Adai tag team in there. That could be a strong push for the big defensive back in the 2023 class, AJ Harris, and then of course Oscar Delp. I don't think Oscar Delp is going to commit anytime soon in terms of what he is portraying, but Oscar Delp is as close to the must-have category uh, that as Malachi Starks is for Georgia as there is out there. Um, I think Oscar Delp is a transcendent talent at tight end. Uh, he's a guy who can do a little bit of everything and at, at his size, six foot five, 225, 230 pounds, the way that he can run, the way that he can uh, get in and out of breaks, um, catch the ball, also block. He, he was used as a road grader beside Dylan Fairchild there at West Forsyth this year. Um, that That's just a huge thing. Todd Hartley's done very, very well targeting a kind of a well, so to speak, in uh, each of the last two classes in Darnell Washington and Brock Bowers. He's brought both of them in. I would expect the same to happen with Oscar Delp, uh, although, you know, Clemson, South Carolina, a lot of these schools are out there. You know, USC, Ohio State, a lot of them are after Oscar Delp. Uh, very, very highly sought after tight end. But an adve- development to keep in mind, Drew Southern, who just accepted a pre- uh, preferred walk-on offer by the University of Georgia. So uh, he also is from West Forsyth. That makes two West Forsyth Wolverines that have uh, committed to the University of Georgia now in some shape, form, or capacity and sign. Uh, Dylan Fairchild, Drew Southern, will Oscar Delt be the third one? So that is our Commitment Watch segment. And that brings us here to the end of episode one of the RBU podcast. Guys, thank you so much for joining this first ever episode. Remember to go check out everything on bulldogillustrated.com. And also, if you enjoyed this episode, please, please make sure you give it a like, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to, and leave a positive review if you feel it's been earned, and that would be greatly appreciated. And then next week, our overarching topic on episode number two of the RBU podcast would be the development of three stars and under by the University of Georgia. Thank you very much for joining us here on the Recruiting Bulldog Update, and we'll see you next week. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Buying a master mechanics tool set usually means high prices, higher interest rates, and who knows how many years of monthly payments. But at GearWrench, we don't believe that your tools should take years and years to pay for. So check out Mega Mod Master Sets, the master mechanics tool sets that deliver pro-quality tools, organized storage solutions, an easy-to-use lifetime warranty, and much, much more. All for thousands less than you'd expect. So don't wait. Explore the sets and check availability now. Only at GearWrench.com.